It's Backspin the Golf Show, presented by Ping. Play your best. A busy, busy golf weekend. You got live going on in London. Cameron Smith atop the leaderboard there. Meanwhile, a different Cameron is atop the leaderboard at the John Deere Classic. He just teed off moments ago. And it's Mike Bauer, Corey Matheson, and Arizona Golf Hall of Famer Bill Huffman and Huffy. We get to head out to our good friend George McNeely next. Uh, he's hanging out in the Quad Cities, right? George is out there, and he's, uh, I think that, I don't even know how many, dozens or, I don't know, maybe a score, if you know what a score is. That's 20, I believe, 20. Correct. Yeah. Is 20. I learned that from Abraham Lincoln, who's from Illinois, which is where George is. Okay. So, anyway... Uh, it, it's funny, you know, the John Deere Classic is probably the biggest event that, you know, is near Iowa, or it's only about an hour away from my, my home in Iowa City, and, and it's kind of, uh, it's very unique in the sense that they bring in all these guys every year, and a lot of great tour players, you know, Jordan Spieth won the John Deere, there's a whole bunch of people that are, you know, quality players that play in this event, but the only one they care about is Zach Johnson, because he is the native Born in Iowa City, you know, big Hawkeye fan. Um, he actually played for the Drake Bulldogs. But yesterday on the news, or I should say last night on the news, when they were the sp- came to sports, they go, oh, yeah, the John Deere Classic. The only tidbit they gave on the whole event was Zach Johnson made his 15th straight cut. Okay. <laughs> We didn't even know who the leader was. They didn't even say it on the on the sports. The only thing that matters is Zach Johnson played with Caitlin Clark in the the pro am. Yeah, yeah, I saw that uh, earlier this week. Kirk Ferenz, the Iowa football coach, was in Zach was in Zach Johnson's gallery. That's all. That, you know, it's it's a it's an amazingly unique tournament in the smallest market on the PGA Tour. That's right. It is there in the Quad Cities, uh, just outside the Quad Cities. And Zach Johnson, you mentioned, fires a 66 yesterday to make the cut. Uh, he is not near the top of the leaderboard. No, that would no. be. Cameron Young, JT Poston. But he is the Ryder Cup captain, okay? Uh, so that, yeah. that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, so you know, he's out there playing, maybe evaluating some talent there to see who, uh, you know, did maybe Ricky Fowler made the team last week. We'll see. Zach will figure that out in due time. But uh, we head out to the Quad Cities-ish area. George McNeely joining us now. He's covering the John Deere Classic for VOA Networks, Iowa Network, and Illinois Radio. A man of many hats. He also writes for Pro Golf Weekly and East Southern Golf. George Thanks for taking some time for us on Backspin the Golf Show today. Great to be with you. Nice to hear your voice again, Mike. All right. So, if I was to ask you to to rank the Quad Cities, well, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. More importantly, <laughs> the golf right there. Everybody knows Moline and Davenport are, tra- are trailing Rock Island. Uh, that's way too much Quad Cities talk, George. What do you make of of what we've seen so far? Cameron Young uh, just teed off moments ago at 13 under atop the leaderboard, but there's a handful of players nipping at his heels. No question. 13 under par, as you say, you've got four players within striking distance, many players within striking distance, but just two shots back. Adam Shank, Garrick Higo of South Africa, Brendan Todd, and Denny McCarthy. I want to set the record straight. Bill worked here, worked in this market, started his career here. The Quad Cities, for those who don't know, are on the Iowa-Illinois border. And the quad, the four cities, are Moline and Rock Island on the Illinois side, 
Davenport and Bettendorf on the Iowa side. I just want to set the record straight because that's what we do here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's a there's a there's a beautiful beautiful minor league ballpark there as well over in Davenport on the Iowa side. But I, I Huffy, I'm an Illinois guy, so I was always partial to Moline and Rock Island. And there really are five quad cities because East Moline's got to get some love. But we're here to talk about the golf, of course. And uh, you know, hey hey, when you take a look at the top of this leaderboard, uh, uh, George, you know, obviously Cameron Young playing very well. You mentioned some of those other names. Is there is there a sleeper you think you know maybe maybe a, a a Lucas Glover who put together a huge day yesterday uh uh you know is there a sleeper you think maybe that could make some noise in the weekend Sepp Straka fires a 63 yesterday as well I talked to G Lover yesterday who had a great event last week and this week came on strong in the opening round he finished with Birdie uh, said he slept really well and came out and, and did terrifically. So I would think Glover is in the hunt. Defending champion JT Poston is only three shots off the lead right now. Yeah. I'll tell you I'll tell you a guy I was pulling for and, and sadly, you know, he, he's got some work to do was Jonas Blix. I don't know if you've spent any time with him. I'm I'm sure Bill has, but I've gotten to know him very well over the years. Just just a wonderful guy, thirty nine years old. He's won three times on the PGA tour. I want you to hear from him after the opening round. 62 is, doesn't happen very often on the PGA Tour, at least not for me. So I'm very happy about it and very, extremely happy about it. Hey, Jonas, I want to take you back to March. We're standing on the putting green at Valspar. You were hitting the ball splendidly on the range. You were sinking a lot of putts. It got to be about 11.40, and I asked when your tee time was, and you said, I'm an alternate. What does it mean? to have capitalized on this opportunity you have here thinking back to how tough it's been. I had like a back surgery in 19 and since then I haven't really gotten back to where I want to be. Um, and I, I feel like I've been making small strides one, one at a time and um, you know some weeks they they work out. Um, hopefully this week it will but you know it's just the first round so I got three more to go and Anything can happen. And then yesterday he shot two over, dropped a little back. But there's a lot of guys within striking distance right now is the headline. George, uh, I don't know if you caught my little intro to the your segment, but uh, Zach Johnson, always the story at the John Deere. And, you know, the John Deere, for some reason, for a little golf tournament, they always produce a lot of great stories, you know. It just over the years, I mean, you can just go back and just one after another. And, you know, they're not set up right before the Open Championship. Now they slip the Scottish Open in there between them. But because uh, guys used to, remember, they used to charter that plane and they'd take a bunch of guys over right after the John Deere to, uh, you know, cross the pond and, and for the Open. And it was always a big deal. Uh, this week, we had a really unusual pairing in the Pro-Am in the sense that uh, Caitlin Clark, the Iowa College, you know, she's superstar basketball player, uh, just was the story of the women's Final Four this past year. Um, she was paired with Zach Johnson. Now, what was that gallery like? It was packed. It was packed on Wednesday. And with all due respect to the 
two-time major winner and the 2012 John Deere Classic champion who always draws a crowd and, as you say, gets significant attention even when he falls short here at TPC Deer Run. She attracted a lot of people. There was a sea of Iowa intellectual property, let's say, all over the place. There was a lot of lot of Hawkeye apparel on, on that golf course. And she was an absolute delight. I was on a Zoom call with her and a, a few other uh, media before the tournament. She couldn't have been more effusive about this opportunity. Uh, she made so much time for the kids who wanted autographs. And I'll tell you something else uh, about her. I was having dinner last night with a couple of scribes who I have a lot of respect for, and they were talking about her going to the WNBA. And I said, man, if I were her advisor, I would actually try to get a fifth year of eligibility, win back-to-back national championships for Iowa, and then go get some big job somewhere where she can be impactful because I think she is going to be very impactful in the sports world, her demeanor, her composure, her team spirit. And, you know, I, I actually believe that she could do so much more for the college game. I, I, I'm not certain about the whole jumping to the WNBA in its current state. I, I agree. And the thing about, you know, Caitlin is that, you know, she she leaves such an impact uh, with the kids, like you said. she She's like one in 10 million, you know. she's She's really that unique. But my question I had for you was, does she have some golf game? Yeah, she drove the ball really well, and uh, much like yours truly, she got a little tired on the back nine, and it showed. <laughs> but, so, you know, I am not going to cast the first stone. Her opening drive was terrific. Her shots were as good as any of the guys that were in the Pro-Am, and this is not her first sport. What courage to come out and make yourself vulnerable for the fans who, who just simply uh, appreciate this young woman. What Total she- rock star. And a, yeah. a wonderful person to be around this week. Hey, while we got a, a minute, I wanted to share something with you. you. You talked about the following for Zach. You talk about this being the smallest market per capita on the PGA Tour. They raise more charity than anybody on the tour. Candidly, you'd also probably not be surprised to know that they've been the most engaged tournament. They've gotten all kinds of awards from the PGA Tour, social media, engaged community, impact and things like that well i was talking to first year tournament director andrew layman who was like the young apprentice to the jedi master claire peterson for so many years he was the assistant tournament director for about 16 years started as an intern and he's now the tournament director grounds passes are completely sold out for this tournament today and tomorrow now, they've thrown some great concerts together. Tonight's Darius Rucker after the third round. Tomorrow night is Blake Shelton. But they had big crowds Wednesday with Caitlin. Thursday and Friday, they did really, really well. There were a lot of people lined up to get through the entrance on Friday in particular. And this tournament does a great job of elevating itself, even if the PGA Tour does not with the prize money and those designated tournaments, so to speak. I wanted you to hear from the tournament director, Andrew Lehman, for a second, because I think you'll find this interesting. You know, for us to, to be sold out on the weekend, I think speaks to the community's involvement of this tournament, continuous support of this tournament, understanding that things look different for us this year with not only great golf going on during the day, but capping off a great tournament week with live concerts on Saturday and Sunday. 
Uh, for us to have the place sold out, to understand that this place will be packed on 18 as we finish up golf on, on the CBS broadcast on national television is so important, not only for the tournament and the community, but for John Deere as a title sponsor. And it just really speaks again to, you know, the most engaged community on the PGA Tour, really understanding, you know, an investment in our product to make sure that we give the best spectator experience. So you spoiled golf fans in Arizona who have the Waste <laughs> Management Phoenix Open, a great sponsor, a great field every year, uh, an elevated event, big prize money, and so on and so forth. You know, they really roll up their sleeves here. Andrew leads a team of seven people who work year-round to turn this into something, and they get great support from Deer and Company, who just announced a multi-year extension of their sponsorship because this is the signature professional event in this area, no question about it. Yeah, it is John Deere, and it's a big name here in the Midwest for sure. You know, I went to the lumber yard the other day to get a to get a wheelbarrow of all things, and one of the wheelbarrows was green and yellow. You know, and there it was set up just like John Deere, and it had the John Deere label on the side, and it was just like all of the other wheelbarrows. And the other wheelbarrows, which were red and blue and, you know, those kind of colors, they were $100. But the John Deere wheelbarrow, it was $199. It was the same wheelbarrow. It just <laughs> had the yellow and green on it. Yeah. And I said to the guy, how, how come this is so much more expensive? He goes, we can't keep those in stock. Wow. That's what Absolutely. he said. And, and by the way, if it's got a deer logo on it, it's not the same as the other brand. I'm just telling you that. Right okay. Now. All right. It wasn't and, the same, but the guy told me it was the same. Okay. And, and, well, that, that was a guy. It's all, the guy told me this. Anyway, but I will, tell you, I will tell you this about the wheelbarrow, and I think everybody should know this. I think it's fabulous that at this stage in your career, you're still having to buy wheelbarrows to carry all of the cash <laughs> and accolades you get in this industry. And by the way, George, I bought the John Deere. Good job out of you. All right. That's good. Okay. It, it's got it, it it has to be reinforced for all for all Huffy's awards and trophies, right? It, George, come on now. George, what have you been up to this year? Because I know how many years have you been covering this event and you know, uh have you slowed down on your schedule any? It looks to me like you're just about everywhere these days. I, I pick and choose, and I'm very happy about it. You know, this is my 10th anniversary of coming to the John Deere in person. I've been involved with this tournament for 21 years on the periphery, the first 11, and, uh, you know, dispatching people who would be on site working on the team and editing from afar. But I, I really, it really became a labor of love. And now I, I had the Florida swing, and I've been involved in a couple of Resort projects, Walt Disney World Golf, Mission Inn Resort, both in Orlando area. Mission Inn's about 35 miles northwest of Orlando. And if anybody is coming for the PGA show, I encourage them to give a try to the El Campion course, the Las Colinas course. Las Colinas was designed by Gary Koch. But we work with Disney Springs. We're teaching sports business at Full Sail University, now in our 11th year. Uh, and I'm just having a really good time what I'll call more than dabbling in, in my first love, which is professional golf, which has been a really rocky marriage the last couple of years. <laughs> Let me just tell you. <laughs> well, you're you're definitely uh, well-known wherever you go. I know that. Okay. So uh, 
I'm sure they're getting a lot of value out of you over in uh, the Quad Cities this week. And, you know, as always, want to thank you for, you know, joining us here on Backspin. Well, it's a pleasure, Bill. And, you know, Mike, I'll leave you with one thing that was very newsworthy this week. I think it was exceedingly newsworthy beyond birdies and bogeys and eagles was Zach Johnson was asked directly by Tom Johnston of the Quad City Times about Brooks Kepka's chances in the Ryder Cup. And Zach, as the captain, came right out and said, you know, we judge these players on PGA of America points, and he's third in the standings right now. And with that runner-up at Augusta and that win in the PGA Championship, his fifth major overall and third PGA title, he is very much in the conversation of being in the Ryder Cup, which I think is uh, terrific and fair and appropriate. And certainly with all of the uh, so-called uh, merger, which really isn't a merger, I, I'm not calling it a merger. I right. There's it. a It's a framework, right? <laughs> They're using a whole lot of language to dance around it. But, uh, I mean, George, I, I think it would be, it'd be, it'd be crazy if Brooks wasn't on that team the way that he's played golf this year. And, and, and there are some players out there that in the next few weeks, obviously, the Open Championship around the corner – could make a huge statement to try and make that Ryder Cup team just like Ricky did this past week with a win. George, always good to catch up with you. All the best to you there in the Quad Cities, and uh, and hopefully hopefully you get to watch a, watch a heck of a weekend here the next couple of days at the John Deere. I'm rooting for it. Thanks, guys. Take there care. There you go. The John Thanks, Deere Classic, as we mentioned, atop the leaderboard right now is Cameron Young. Uh, he just teed off just uh Actually, I'm sorry. Brendan Todd just jumped up and tied with him. Uh, they're both 13 under. Todd, wow. two under for the day. Cameron Young through one is even. So uh, he's he's holding holding his head above water, and Brendan Todd uh, making, a, making a charge early, <laughs> birding his first couple holes. Uh, that said, Huffy, we're going to shift gears a little bit. From the John Deere and our good friend George McNeely to Rex Hoggard from the Golf Channel. He joins us next on Baxman the Golf Show.